Thank you for tuning in to Season 3 of One Bourbon, One Movie, One Beer. To fully appreciate our episodes, we recommend that you have at least seen the movie we're about to cover. Yeah, uh, we're still three friends that love bourbon movies and beer, uh, but please note that none of us are experts in any of these subjects. Yeah, and we still love drinking together, we still love watching movies together, and we still love talking. (laughs) This podcast will contain many spoilers and some adult content. Still, very fucking valid. And still, if you enjoy the show, leave us a rating, five stars are preferred. And uh, leave comments, whatever. We'll interact with you. But uh, share with your friends. Share with your family. Share with your kids. Not your kids, but we love you. <laughs> you can also check out our website, One Bourbon, One Movie, One Beer. That's using the number one instead of the word one. There you can send us an email, stream any of our episodes, find links to Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or even chat with us live. And also, uh, any fans want to interact and suggest on the socials movies you'd like us to feature, uh, please drop them in comments, Facebook, Twitter, all uh, those Instagram, things. all the Grammys, whatever those things are. And then enjoy the show. Welcome to round two of March Movie Madness. Yeah, March Movie Madness. I'm with. I am Paul. Have y'all ever? So when I, one of my dreams is to, or when I was younger, was I always wanted to think about what would my name be if I was a professional wrestler. Did y'all ever think about that? Like, did time. you ever think about what your name would be? All the time. I think it would have been Wit. <laughs> I mean, I played the WWE games, and you had whatever the auto-generated names are yeah. that the announcer would say. What was what was your favorite? Oh, I don't even remember. Like I, the, it was like the Reaper, or randomly, I would pick the kid, because I was younger. Oh, yep, yep, <laughs> the kid. yep. But yeah. I was always Sting. <laughs> I'm Ryan. <laughs> yeah, but you're Ryan today. <laughs> oh, man. We should I thought you were going to say randomly, it would be like... Ryan. <laughs> no. You know, auto-generate. They would never Ryan. just say Ryan. It's just <laughs> Ryan the Kid. My name was never cool enough to be like a WWF wrestling name. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm Wit the Wrestler. Nope, that doesn't sound good. Hit an oh. auto-generate. <laughs> Hillbilly Paul? No, it doesn't work. No, no, this, <laughs> this should be a fun round. Um, yeah. We're changing it up a little bit. Um, we've already talked a lot about our opinion-based And when things. we say a little bit, completely, we're changing <laughs> Completely. Yeah. <laughs> but we're still we're still keeping some of the opinion based things. Um we're gonna talk a little bit more about some honestly how many times we've seen the movie. Um if the movie has a big plot twist, because we talked a lot about how the plot held up in round one. But we didn't talk about the twistiness. Didn't talk about like how every single one of these movies has some type of a twist in it. What a twist. That has made it to this round. Yep. Um we're gonna talk a little bit about how VFX holds up. Everything's still going to have a weight of five until we get to a new thing that we've added because we always talk about cons. So we're going to have those be deductions against it. Yeah. And then without context cons. Yeah. And we have another. Just in case whatever one of them goes through, we didn't go and waste the the awesomeness of the con. (laughs) 
<laughs> Paul's like, I've got some major deductions. <laughs> that ready. was that was my caveat. And we also we can, have we can list cons, but only a number of form. We have a, another category that's quotability, which is like we'll get into it when we talk a little bit more in our rating. And then we have a random multiplier that we're going to use to allow each movie to have a chance randomly based off of just math to go on. So underdogs all have a chance. It's not just going to for sure be like our top scoring movies from round one right. going through. And the only way we think that we could have done that is to throw in something that we don't have control over. So that right. should be fun. Y'all ready? Yes. Sure. <laughs> it's like, maybe? Possibly? <laughs> Possibly? <laughs> so yeah, round two. Our first matchup is going to be the Lego movie versus Snatch. Yeah. This sh- should be fun. <laughs> Could you imagine Snatch made in the same form as a Lego movie? Like in the animation? An animated version of Snatch? That would be neat. That would be neat. <laughs> a Lego a Lego video game version of Snatch? You can you can go like collect coins and build things from the movie. I would and just always smash skulls in. I would always beat the whole and... game with bullet tooth Tony. Just saying. <laughs> Yeah, my character of choice. I feel like the Russian's a little biased. You would, you could never die. <laughs> you just keep coming back. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, we're good. But yeah, should we start with Lego Movie or Snatch? Why? Why do we pause? <laughs> I don't know. I thought you were going to say something. Literally, run aside it and then also wait for uh, Ryan. Let's go alphabetical. Actually, let's not. We started with the Lego Movie. Let's start with Snatch. Yeah, I'm about to say Lego Movie kicked off. All of round one, so yeah. And Snatch finished all of round one, right? Yeah, I think it did. It did. I think sure. it did. Bookended it really well. Yeah, I think it, I think Snatch beat out Wally at the end, right? Is that what it was? It was Inside no. Man. Inside Man. Inside no. Man beat Wally. Snatch Wally. beat Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, I believe. Yeah, that's right. You know, you can go back and listen to round one A. It'll cover it all. <laughs> Yeah, well then Snatch wouldn't have finished round 1A. It would be all of round one. That's what I'm saying. All of round one. That's correct. All right, so who wants to go first on Snatch? I got to go first on it last time, so I'm going to let one of you guys go. Not it. Rock, paper, scissors? Sure. I'll go first. (laughs) I'll give you paper. (laughs) I'll go paper. Um, Paul's like, I give you rock. That's not how I'm playing. All right, so when thinking about Snatch, just going through the category. So starting off with views and how many times you've seen it. Yeah, and I put a um, weighted category on this. So it's like if you've seen it, honestly, you can be like, I've seen it one to five, six to ten. Like one to five is one point, six to ten is two, mm-hmm. uh, 11 to 15 is three, 16 to 20 would be four. And if you think you've honestly seen it 20, more, 20 or more times, that gets a full five. Yeah. So. Um, so just to run through these, because I feel like I could do these pretty quick, but I'm not just going to spout out numbers. For me, Snatch is going to fall into that 6 to 10 watch category. And, I mean, honestly, the reason it's not higher is because every time I watch it, I watch all the other Guy Ritchie movies. <laughs> you take a break. So <laughs> it's... it's got a loop I don't around. watch it... <laughs> I haven't seen it a ton of times because I've watched all the other movies along with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plot twist. I feel like that's an easy one, and I'm just going to go ahead and say five because it's freaking 
freaking phenomenal. Um, just the way you think you have an idea of how things are going, and then towards the end, you're like, man, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. And then you think you know what happens, and then they go back and tell you how everything happened while you were watching the movie and you just didn't see it. It's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. Great plot twist. If you haven't seen the movie yet, I don't know why after the first round you haven't seen it or after listening to us talk at any moment and mentioning this movie why you haven't watched it yet. Mm-hmm. But if you haven't, finish this episode, then go watch it. <laughs> VFX, that's a hard one for this. Hey, I have an idea, not to interrupt, but related to VFX. We should actually splice in cinematography into that with it. So that, I was thinking the, about that. The funny we thing that effects, you say that because that the heists don't. Have I was actually going straight into something similar to that. It's yeah. cinematography and VFX combined. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's a scene. It's when Mickey's or Brad Pitt's character Mickey is fighting, and when he gets punched, and he it's that slow he fall fucking, back yeah. onto the ground. He's like and the way they do, for like a minute. The way they do the fight scenes in this movie with him, like the boxing scenes, are crazy awesome. I yeah. love them. But he hits the ground and it's he goes through the ground. Yeah. And it's in this mm-hmm. it, you're basically seeing in his head like what's yeah. going on. And that is such a cool scene. But because this isn't one of those movies that you think of VFX, but when you think of cinematography, it's nothing crazy. I think the way it's edited together yeah, the cuts, makes it interesting. The, the angle, cuts, the camera angles, the lighting. It, it makes it interesting. I like that similar scenes are re... Like the cameras on different angles when you see it different scenes in flashbacks or the montage scene where yeah. like you see from a slightly different perspective or like this person's view versus this person's view. And I think that's yeah. worth mentioning because you, as a viewer and our audience member, the guy likes to pull you into these movies and be like a participant in the scene. Like you're in the scene mm-hmm. yeah. and then you get switched around and you feel like you're like another person in another side yeah. of the room. Yeah. I think those do go hand in hand because I actually got this category from Lindley. Cause she was like, listen to me talk about it. I was like, I can't come up with categories. She's like, you just yeah. have VFX. And I was like, yeah, I like that because like you were saying with cinematography, they do work together a lot yeah. because yeah. you have to use the VFX to make everything seamlessly polished. So I like putting yeah. cinematography and VFX into yeah. that category. But just to go through that, while there are some cool things in this, there's nothing really when I think of this movie and what's memorable for me, it really boils down to the cast, the plot, the theme of the movie. It's not how it's shot or the effects in it that keep drawing me back. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna put a three right there in the middle. Quotability is very similar. However, in my problem with quotability for this movie is all of his movies blend together. Mm-hmm. So if I think of quoting something, it may be in one of his other movies. So and then you watch this movie and you're like, oh wait, that's not in this movie. Yeah, it's hard to tell right. which so that's, movie you remember. That's the from. one challenge with quotability, and that's more of a me thing rather than movie thing. Um, but there are some stuff like I love, I love the British slang because it's, it's so fun to listen to. It's, it's fun, but it's not one of those that I can sit here and quote it right off the top of my head. If I hear somebody say it, 
I can respond or I'll most likely know where it's coming from. So with that, I'm probably going to go ahead and give that a three as well. And then lastly, for like con deductions, that's a hard one. Yeah, it's like, like off the top of your head. How I'm just many gonna do you be honest. You would come for up most with? all these movies, I'm not really gonna have much <laughs> in the con category. <laughs> hey, that's fair. Um, there might be one little one here or there if I were to rewatch it and really look for something. But off the top of my head, and I know taking notes, I remember the last time I watched it, I really didn't have many, mm-hmm. if any. Um, you can go zero. So. That's okay. Oh no, I'm going zero. <laughs> oh no. It's getting zero deductions. It's getting Ryan. zero. Oh no, 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 no. This is a uh, no deduction dive. <laughs> All right. So two, five, three, three, zero. It's definitely a lower score than it got in first round. <laughs> That's true. And that was kind of what we that were trying to hope. Like we were worried about they got such high marks, but that's because. The ratings we used in round one were different, but it's a whole different motherfucking playing field now. <laughs> Let's try Snatch. Just got to bring it. Well, do you want to go? I could go. <laughs> um, yeah, so Snatch for me. Oh, what just happened? Hold on. Sorry, I lost my list. Yeah, get your notes uh, <laughs> out. Get your notes out, bro. Freaking technology. Uh, so for me, I originally was like, oh, 20 plus, sure. Then I was like, no, was it really 20? I would definitely do four for this one because I don't think I actually beat 20 of them. 20 rewatches. But I definitely did at least 16 to 17. Um, I watched this movie like a ton of times when I was younger. Then it was like over the years, it's at least once, maybe twice a year, depending on when I can watch it or who I want to watch it with. But yeah, Uh, four for that one. Plot twist, I agree with Ryan. This one's a five for me because the first couple times I watched it, I just really just... Every time, I'm like, ah, such a great concept. Like, the story is so good, and the plot twist is so mm-hmm. good. And, like, you never really totally see it coming. Um, and it's very character-based, and it's very gray at first. And you're like, oh, shit, there. Oh, oh. Well, that one makes all sense. These guys are ticks. I yeah. love it. <laughs> uh, don't fuck with the Pikeys, that's for sure. Um, VFX yeah. cinematography. I'm a... Uh, Gonna give this one a four just because I do remember a lot of my favorite parts are the quick cuts, the montage cutscenes, the like while Bullet Tooth Tony is intimidating the two idiots with the fake replicas and it says replica on theirs and it says Desert Eagle five <laughs> it zooms in on it and like point five and like I think that part those parts are cool and like you always see perspective interestingly like the part where right after that where Bullet Tooth is trying to kill the Russian and he keeps shooting him but you don't see it from his perspective or the Russians, it's like just off to the side of the Russian where you see like his hand moving or like you hear movement in the side and you see him just pointing the gun. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> some of those are interesting because you see things from perspectives that make you either empathize with the character. Like he kind of like has a, a good placement for camera to make you feel emotions and in scenes, mm-hmm. interestingly. And uh, I mean, that scene when they burn the pikeys, all those, the their, their little. Um, the caravan yeah, caravans down, yeah. and, and Brad Pitt's character just bawling is fucking hard to watch. I always forget about that scene until I see it again, but it's like from a perspective of cinematography, like everything, um, everything visually about that makes you feel his pain, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, makes the plot twist 
so good because <laughs> you're like you want him to get his vengeance you know at first you're like oh these sneaky bastards and you're like oh man <laughs> they may have pissed off the wrong dude uh so what did i put that four. four right quotability i have danced between a three to four in my head with this one i do four because i do find a lot of the quotes i use come up in context in real life and that's kind of what i base quotability on would I be able to bring this movie start to finish in my head, quote-wise? Nah, no, that's why it's not a five. Um, but there's still a, a ton of quotes from this I like. And uh, <laughs> every time he talks about England, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, don't go to England. <laughs> like, there's some quotes. Or, like, you know, yeah. the proper fuck versus regular fuck. Like, some of those in context in real life like, come up all the time without me being able to stop them from coming out. So that's... <laughs> like, I just blurted it out. They just bad. literally just... Yeah. Uh I'm probably gave it a four just because that's it is kind of relevant for me. Um, and then the any any cons cons <laughs> section. So yeah, I was thinking about that. There's not a ton except for like the first time because the plot twist is so involved and intertwined and twisty. I feel like the first couple times I didn't fucking really get what the fuck was going on, or it just seemed like either. Bricktop should have fucking seen all this shit coming. And I just feel like some of the characters were a little off from, like, they portrayed as he's, like, they know and are so always a step ahead of somebody. But then all the stuff that did happen, you're like, I should have seen all that shit coming, you know? Mm -hmm. So I feel like that, for me, was a slight bit of a con for for his character. Um, And for a couple other things in it. So, like, there's some other, something else I thought of. I gave it, like, a two when I first rated this for just two cons. There's not a ton because there's a lot of... Like he was saying, the characters are so fucking good and strong, and the plot's great. There's so many good things about this movie that it's hard for me to find any. You just have such a good time, like watching. Yeah, it, dude. That it's like, yeah. I don't want to think about the cons. I just, I remember, I was thinking about it from the perspective of if we were to do a con list, and I found a couple. I could find a couple, just but two though. So we're gonna so go with two. two. All right. So four, five, four, four, negative two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, my turn. Um, so for my views, before you realize you're writing that on the wrong movie. Oh dang it! Burn! Burn! <laughs> I'll cross it out. Um, for my views of this, I I definitely bumped this up because I watched it three times, just preparing for round one. I was like, I couldn't stop watching the movie. Yeah. Um. But before that, I probably would have only have seen it honestly like four or five times. So it would have been a one. But with my additional three watches, it's like, okay, now I have to put it at a two. Right. <laughs> because now that I have access to it, too, I didn't ever own it mm-hmm. um, on DVD or anything. I just watched it like at friends' houses. Yeah. Or if it was on TV, I would watch the yeah. TV version. Um, so, yeah, but it definitely has gotten bumped up to a two thanks to streaming. Which is awesome because I can go watch it whenever I want to right now. Right. Um, plot twist. I agree with you guys. Like every time I watch it, um, it always like catches me off guard. Certain parts of it, even though I know how it's going to go, I'm like, oh, I forgot about that part. Unless I'm literally so, watching it back to back to back. There's a lot of twists, though. So. And there's a lot one. of them. Yeah. So it's like the fact that there are multiple plot twists in it helps it uh, score five. Yeah. I think you're right with VFX and cinematography blend the way that you have to use VFX to allow things to blend 
And just like the scene where they have all of the timelines, like literally crashing into each other, like there was a lot of stuff that had to go into that to make those match up. And I feel like that's a pretty big VFX type scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but they used so much practicality and the cinematography is so good. Like you were saying with the camera angles and how it all works. Um, I think I would lean a little bit more towards Ryan's three though than a four, just because there's not a ton of VFX in it. Um, middle of the road. So three. Okay. quotability. I, I kind of think of quotability as memorability at the same time. Cause we talked a little bit in round like one or the setup, like Monty Python and the Holy Grail as a comedy is like one of those movies that you can make friends over because of yeah. how much you can quote it. There's a lot of like quotes where you say a thing and then somebody on the other side of the room calls it back. You're like, that's my friend. Yeah. <laughs> we will now, we will now be friends forever. <laughs> and this is one of those movies where you may not be able to quote it, but if you have seen it and a friend has seen it, you will have a two hour long discussion about it. If you can, like it's like, you want to talk about different scenarios and then quotes come out of those conversations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, again, I'm going to say probably a three just because it's like I don't sit there and just pull out the quote all the time. It doesn't come up naturally. But if I'm talking about the movie, I can remember all these scenes yeah. and all these things that happened and how they work together. So For me, it's like there's so many good accents in it. Yeah. That, like, there's literally, like, all my favorite accents are in this movie. Well, when I think of quotability, it's that idea that I can... It's the difference of saying, this is what was said, and basically paraphrasing. And for this movie, I can paraphrase what was said. Yeah. Yeah. But there are other movies where I can just, like, scream off the quotes back to back. Mm -hmm. And that's just one of the... That's just I think, for me, that's the difference. Yeah. Um, when it's you fine. think of quotability, that's fair. It's a fair assessment. <laughs> a fair assessment. Fair assessment. And for my deductions, I'm I'm going to go with a one because before we started this podcast, I definitely would have had a zero. It's like one of those things where I'm like, I used to just watch a movie so good, and perfect, not break anything down, and just be like, I just had so much fun. But thinking about it on a rewatch and going like, yeah, the first time I watched it, I was I was lost for some so many pieces of it, you know, now that I've seen it more than once and I'm rewatching it with a different lens, Mm -hmm. I could probably (laughs) use that as my con, you know, but maybe I could write more than that. But I think only one is what would just pop into my head. Yeah. I had like one problem with it. So just a one. So let's see. Let's do some simple math. 12, 12. And so we'll save that. For after we finish Lego Movie, and then we'll do our random multiplier to see if that changes anything. But right Lego now, Lego. we have again simple math. Moving on. Forty. Uh, sure. Sounds sounds, right. sounds like a number. Forty. <laughs> so <laughs> before round. the multiplier, it's at a total of forty points. Forty pointes. You guys ready for Lego Movie? <laughs> yeah, can be. <laughs> so do yeah, it. Sure, who went first on Lego Movie last time? Was it Ryan? I have no idea. I don't know. Ryan just went first on Snatch. I don't you want to keep that going? <laughs> we could just go back to the original guideline of like always start at Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Ryan's like fives across the board, <laughs> including cons. No, <laughs> including cons. <laughs> no, including cons. Yeah. Uh, 
Lego movie, I'm going to put that at a three for how many times I've seen it. I know I've seen it way more than Snatch, but I don't... Uh, it may be a three or a four. I can't literally sit here and think. I've seen it a lot. <laughs> I mean, 11 to 15 is a lot of views. Us, put it at three. There's only a couple movies that I've seen. Well, I also own the Lego movie. Put it at four. <laughs> I like it. Are we counting it's partial like views? If I've seen, it, if I've seen it, it 13 off. to 14 times, but I own it, that, that'll that push it to the next tier. Yeah. Um, and it's a kid request, too. So. And it is a kid request. And... Uh, no, I'm not going to throw it in there. Yep, four's good. Um, <laughs> I was going to say something that was going to take you on a tangent, and I put my big boy pants on and said, no, thank you. I nice. said, <laughs> we have to be unbiased. You your own tangent. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Uh, plot. I know we mentioned this in the last round, but for me personally, the plot is, I don't want to say elementary, but it's very... Um, on the level of a child's it's imagination. Kid, it's kid-friendly. Yeah. On the level. It's based on an actual it is. kid in the movie's imagination. So, <laughs> the plot is very simplistic. I love the themes of the movie. Um, but when you think of plot... Like plot twist. Yeah, plot and plot twist. There's... I feel like it. you can kind of see it coming for the most part. Um, you did not it, see a double-decker couch you did not see that coming don't tell me <laughs> no he literally illustrated it in his brain when there was I know, nothing else there what i'm saying is before that's part of the plot twist that's the the couch and the couch being the thing that saves everybody is is a big twist because it's also it's connected to the idea it's, of like everyone thought it was the stupidest fucking idea they could think of when they're all these super geniuses thinking of the creative ideas and that's what they're fucking they're stupid sub made out of all their own individual type A personalities didn't work and what worked was a fucking double decker couch and I couldn't have thought of a double decker couch that's a twist no but then again <laughs> no. I yes it is a twist but I don't think it's like a crazy plot twist um I th- the crazier twist comes with the whole this whole prophecy idea and that he's actually not there's no such thing as the special everybody else is supposed to be special everybody is special in their own ways so Mm -hmm. that's a cool theme and and that i guess quote unquote twist there uh is the big twist Um, like literally twists off the ledge of the building (laughs) yeah (laughs) to save everybody too during uh, the plot twist (laughs) but the cool one of the you don't see it really coming until the first time you see it but when it hops out of the imagination of yeah. the child and you see him playing and all these things you're like oh man that's cool i wasn't thinking about that yeah, yeah. um so that aspect of it is really cool so all in all i'll give it a three and a half four three and a half three uh <laughs> We'll just it? do. We'll do four. Yay. We'll do four. Let's go with four. Four it is. VFX five, easy. <laughs> yeah, they made Will Ferrell look absolutely real. Yeah, dude, his hair was CGI. Did you know his hair was CGI? <laughs> did they uh, like CGI off his beard that he had in another? Did <laughs> in another movie? Quotability. Yeah. 
This is kind of a hard one for this movie because there's a lot of things I remember, like quotes I remember, but most of it revolves around the song that we talked about in the <laughs> yeah. first episode. That counts. The song's quotable. <laughs> I can quote the whole song. Um, so with quotability, I'll put it right there in the middle of the three. There's not a lot of like good quotes that I think of that I'm going to say in everyday conversation or if somebody says it, I'm going to know exactly where that's Besides from. Spaceship. Besides Spaceship <laughs> or Everything is Awesome. Right. I um, Spaceship a lot, though. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> However, anytime I'm building Legos now and I my son's like, we should make like a rocket ship or something. And I was like, Spaceship. <laughs> we just built, I got him the Milano for, for his birthday. <sighs> And it took me like two days to build it. Nice. And after I finished it, I literally was like, done. Spaceship. <laughs> and he was like, smash. He's, He's like, no. no, I put it on top of his dresser so he couldn't reach it. <laughs> that that stop a lot of pieces. Of my kids. Uh, Any deductions from Lego movies? Yeah, there's a few. I'm not going to go into them, but I, I remember watching it. I think I wrote down like three or four um, for me. So let's just say three. Hmm. All right. Easy math for that one. 13. Wow. Same I as scored them exactly the same. <laughs> well, Paul, are we going to stick to this to the same what a plot twist? Are we going to go are we going to rock paper scissors it? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to just, just see the order it's easier just to keep going around in a circle the same way and we get lost. <laughs> He's like I got to pull my notes back out. Um, yeah, for me if it were just me watching this film on my own without my kids around it would be in the one or two point range but it's definitely a, a 5.20 plus because of my children i so mean it's five i feel like the first time my son got interested we were well into six to ten within the first two days of his knowing Just, it existed it's and like then my daughter Canto. was like yay it's like in canto right now i'm like i've definitely seen that oh my god oh yeah in canto I've unwillingly seen that movie way too many. I saw it three times in one day. Me too. Same. Pretty freaking hate it. <laughs> yeah. So you're going with five for that? You think yeah. it's for sure 20 Oh, points? for sure. Yeah. I mean, see, that's the thing is it's, lo- it's old enough to where my son was watching it prior to my, my daughter being old enough to give a shit about things on TV, per se. And then when she started getting interested in stuff, oh, let's watch like a movie. Like the second one came out, so we got to watch the first one again. It was like... Boom. She just wanted to watch it like three times in a row. But anyway, yeah, we're definitely in the 20 plus for that one. Plot twist. I see what Ryan's saying about this Warriors negative attitude. It seeps into my skull. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. Um, I, give it, I give it a... Uh, I'm going to give it a four, though, just because I like... There's multiple twists in it of... I don't know. I just like the way they, they go through all different worlds of Lego and they have like something for every world that they feature. And there's a story within those stories and the characters that have growth and characters you expect that are like would be background ridiculous, you know, a spaceship guy is fucking awesome. <laughs> I just and can't they all are relevant. But they're all like their special skill isn't really just being like the the, the uh, master builder it's really just like they have a feature that helps functionality like like you know metal beer turns into a freaking xerox machine that's fucking helpful <laughs> <laughs> like like all these things are 
That was a lot of helpful bits for everybody. You it's know, like, it's like almost like Transformers is thrown in there somehow. And, yeah, <laughs> and it's just it's just a lot of fun in a lot of different ways. I mean, you don't know that uh, you know the the cop that kicks a chair has got parents that have been glued by by uh, Lord Business, and that pisses him off. You know, like there's there's some stuff that other characters. It's not just the same. Oh, the special, but that one's cool because like you don't expect it. Like Ryan was saying, to be like, yeah, it's a prophecy. That's like it's a trope. It's a movie trope. But then they're like, yeah, well, everyone's fucking special assholes. Like it's it's a piece of to cap to a glue. <laughs> you know, like yeah. it seems immature and childish, but it's also the theme is good for children. You know, and, yeah, and uh, it's fun. So for me, I kind of give it. I give it a four for that, just because I like there's there's more that my kids got out of it from a plot too. Just to defend myself. I was not fully negative on this movie. I, I also gave it a four. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> he just knocked it down one. It would have been a five had I, had I listened to Ryan. No, <laughs> had I been negative, I would have given it a three. <laughs> Paul's like yeah, fives man. across the board for sure. Even cons. <laughs> C. BFX uh, is obviously a five. Um, everyone knows about the thumbprints. I mentioned mm-hmm. first time I ran round one. The... Uh, Jaw, you know, the, the helmet for spaceship guys cracked in the exact same place that all of mine were cracked. That's a really, a really good deep cut. It's the That's the level of detail that they went into with right. the animation. I mean, that was like a. I want. They had to have been a comic complaint in the eighties of like that specific Lego piece, and I don't really remember if they just made like more realistic helmets, but like they still <laughs> had that problem. Eventually, it they did hold up better. Like, <laughs> yeah, but they reached back and brought that to present, which I thought was so perfect. And that's a VFX touch that they could have skipped over and no one would have fucking noticed. Mm-hmm. So definitely a five for me in that one. Um, for four, quotability, I waffle between a five and a four on that one because I love the bunch of little tiny bits and quotes and funny things from it that I, I do. I have an issue with quoting movies, so like it's an unfair category for me because I quote a lot of movies that most people don't <laughs> but there's, you didn't you didn't get that reference uh. there is yeah i'm gonna go for it though because it isn't as ryan was saying like a hundred percent quotable like there's a a couple of decent solid ones spaceship is one of those and then there's a couple here and there and and it's more like when i think of the character i can quote a scene that they're in because they all have like really good catchphrases or 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 like the way they speak is so unique you know, like every time mm-hmm. in Batman, I just think darkness. What's up, babe? <laughs> or I only work in black. And so that's very, very dark. Very dark gray. Have you seen my abs? <laughs> yeah. What a sound system in this thing. <laughs> if this was the Lego Batman movie, the quotability would be a five for sure. Right. Yeah. Right. And that's the thing, too, because they, they found a, a niche in there that's, there's a lot more quotes in Pater than that one, especially with the voice actors they used for that one, too. But there's some stuff with, uh, um, what you call it with uh, Chris Pratt's character? Like uh, Emmett has a lot of good quotes in it, but but anyway, yeah, I'm gonna give it a four. Um, and then cons, I had a tough time with this one as well. There's a couple here and there that I will not mention because I realized I was supposed to not mention any last time with Snatch, and I fucking totally <laughs> did. So two, <laughs> context free two. <laughs> He's like without going into the detail. Two. Oh my god! Paul just pulled a me right there. I just kicked myself. Like, I just realized I should not a two. You're like, I caught That's my all. own tangent again. <laughs> well, I wasn't a tangent. I was just mad at myself for tangenting in the first round, <laughs> and no one calling me on it because I was like, the rule is 
context freak. We're going to see if the cons for if we win. And then hey. I was like, I'm going to go all over the snatch hey, con we, like an we asshole. Love it. We love it. So, I wasn't going to stop you. So yeah, after, <laughs> after deductions, uh, you gave it 16. So one more point than snatch. Ooh. Mm. Which means it's all on me now. Row, row, Reggie. Fuck this one up. So my views on this is very similar to Snatch, actually, because my kids have not gotten into the Lego movie that much. Um, I took my daughter to see the second out. one uh, because it was just a kid's movie that was out, and she wanted to see it. And yeah. then because of that, we had to watch the first one. Um, but I did watch it two more times or so leading into this. But it's probably still only going to get a one for me. I think I've only seen this movie exactly five times yeah sad face i mean this movie within the last two weeks has become way more relevant in my life yeah (laughs) i think i think i've gotten rj has gotten about seven new lego sets well i think it's interesting too because wow you guys both have firstborn boys and i i only have girls yeah and uh my daughters just haven't shown that much interest in legos until almost right now so like getting the chance for this number to like take up for me yeah but well. at this point of the recording i i haven't watched it a lot so one uh plot twists definitely on the first watch i wasn't expecting it to go into the real world mm-hmm. so that was a big plot twist on the first viewing i thought it was just going to be like um a lot of these animated movies now that use something to then make a movie and it's all almost like the lego batman movie is where it's all taking place in that animated lego world yeah i don't remember yeah. anything like this one has all like the, all of the artifacts and the glue and all that stuff that's fat, stuff they've discovered in the outside world that has relevancy in their world mm-hmm. different they, have, they mispronounce all of the names of them all which is amazing but batman while it's a spin-off of this movie doesn't do that and i it found doesn't that interesting because there's nothing from the outside world at all it's just straight up Awesome, but I stuff. appreciated that on especially the first watch. Not that just they did Batman that. stuff. So that yeah. for me was the big plot twist of the viewing, and then now that I know that plot twist on the rewatches, it's like eh, okay, I know it's coming. And you're right, there are still plot twists within the kids' game yeah. that do pop up, uh, realizing that it's not just one thing that's special, like you guys were saying. Um, but I'm probably going to give that a middle of the road three now. It originally probably would have been at least a four. Debbie Downer over here. I know. I'm sorry. I apologize now, Ryan. I thought you yes. were the Debbie Downer, and I find out it was now Wit. <laughs> but VFX. Wit is stolen. You're Debbie Downer. So I will sure pass five. over the. Uh, <laughs> hey, the don't belt. don't worry. There's going to be no no cons. <laughs> um, nice. VFX is for sure a five. I mean, <laughs> it's right over this category. It's incredible. Um, quotability. I do think there are a lot of really good quotes in this and like not just the spaceship and uh all the batman stuff i love and it's very quotable it's like i only have one butt why would i make more seats (laughs) 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 and then you have all of the stuff about the crack all the will ferrell lines are so good Um, i always forget about this the superman and uh superman and green lantern and like i think about all those quotes like even the whole montage uh speech that Morgan Freeman's giving, and he's like, all the the 2001 All Star basketball team, thanks Shaq, and all this. <laughs> like, I think it's a higher quotability for me just because once the movie is mentioned, I think of so many lines. Yeah. So I'm going to give that a four. Uh, okay. And I 
I really don't know about cons. I don't think I have any. Like, just off the top of my head, it's like, no, this movie's great. It's rewatchable. It's fun. Mm-hmm. And even if I was taking notes, I'd be like, I have to watch it a second time and focus on taking cons out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Zero. Let's see. One, four, 13. I gave it one more point than Snatch. So, Uh-oh. let's see. <laughs> let's see. Uh, 13. 26, all right, 42, is that right? Yeah, that's Ooh. right. So it's got Lego Movie at this point <laughs> could beat Snatch. At halftime. Should we wait, are, uh, should wait, we wait we for the, the multiplier? We need to do the multiplier to get through this so we can find out which one moves on, right? Moves on. Oh, yeah, we need to do this. All right, so we wanted to throw in some um, uncontrollable variable here. Uh, we're gonna literally roll a die, and then not literally. Well, digitally. we have to use a digital die <laughs> because Dig- I forgot to bring it digitally. Literally going to digitally roll a VFX die, right? <laughs> um, because none we- of us could remember to actually bring a goddamn actual die. So, do we want to do just one roll, or do we want to all roll it and do like the average roll? Did we want to use the twenty side dice? No. <laughs> just to did, make the math hard. Did we want to use three die? Yeah, let's just do three. Oh, yeah. I can What's just 19 do times uh, 42? I can do three all right now. Okay. <laughs> the power of technology. Love yeah, it. Let's do it, man. So what? am there I just go. getting that and then adding that together? Yeah, and then I'm going to divide it by three. We'll do some, we'll do some difficult Wait, math happening? for the multiplier. Huh. The... Look at that. All fours. All fours. <laughs> well, that's easy. So that was for Snatch. Four. Multiplier of four. <laughs> what the hell? So what Snatch gets... Hell? Snatch's final score of round two is 160. That's a big score. Well, all right. Now for Lego Movie. Doing it again. <gasps> oh. Oh, shit. Eight. Well, eight. eight. Divided by three. 2.6. 2.6. 2.6. 1.12. Wow. So even with the random multiplier, wow. Snatch moves on. Wow. <laughs> Without the multiplier, it would have been the Lego movie, though. So I kind of like that, that it was random. <laughs> and we still got Snatch to go to the championship. It's true. I was curious. I can't, I'm still lost on why we did three instead of just one. Because we each would have rolled the die. Yeah, I realized. But I thought you were saying we each roll and then maybe the average number on that do you want to redo it no no i don't it's decided (laughs) i guess the digital dice have spoken digital dice have spoken the prophecies tell me nothing Ah, trying to put a willow quote in there how dare you threw it in there on purpose (laughs) all right so snatch moves on to the finale you guys ready for halftime all right halftime what are we doing at halftime so for both of round 1A and 1B, we did uh, the alpha beers. So we have to do some bourbon. What actually happened? 19-1? Because we drank all of the 18s. Yeah, and 17s. And 17s. But we, we ran out of ammo for the other ones. But we did all really think the 19 was right. the superior. It ended up winning team. out in the end. But Ryan brought us in a new bourbon to try. Yeah. So it sounds great. Here's the thing. <laughs> We're biased. Though. My train of thought when I go to the store or now watch movies has been heavily skewed by 
this podcast. <laughs> and I say that because now when I get a bourbon or some kind of alcohol that we're going to talk about, I now have to think about, hmm, how am I going to tie this into something? <laughs> is, there a, is there a way to tie it in even if it's not all Marvel movies? I've literally right. been brainwashed. But I know it's not necessary during this tournament. However, I've still managed to do that. I love it. So we've had some Jeffersons before. We've had regular on this podcast before, I think. We've had oceans on this podcast before. There's an ocean right here in front of me. <laughs> so when I was looking around, obviously Jefferson's catches my eye because it's familiar. And delicious. And I see this specific one that is titled Chef's Collaboration. <laughs> and I said, uh-huh. What an easy connection I can make to literally anything we talk about. <laughs> because you're a chef? No. It's because <laughs> of the three, I'm the one that's not a chef. <laughs> so, yes, uh, Paul and I are chefs. <laughs> yeah. So, it's true, we are. My thought behind this was, haha. I don't even have to work hard to connect this to this <laughs> podcast. Nailed it. I'm going to a podcast where two of us are chefs collaborating. Two and also, at connecting all even... kinds of stupid shit to chef-related culinary things. Hey, Ryan's kind of a bourbon chef now. You are. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, do we want to... Sh- I shared the spicy one with chef, a friend over maybe... the weekend, and I didn't give him any heads up on what he was going to encounter. And oh boy. Oh boy. Give him the hot one. So, what we're doing tonight is we are taking Jefferson's chef collaboration. It's a marriage between bourbon and rye. And we're pitting that against Jefferson's Ocean, which is like the pinnacle of Jefferson. A marriage between bourbon and the sea. (laughs) A collaboration. Oh! Dang, Paul, that was hey. great. Hey. I'm excited. That's why, that's why they're a buck. All right, so don't act like you're not buck. impressed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how we didn't put Anchorman in the comedy category. <laughs> too easy. It would have been, it been way too easy. Honestly, Cinematography, point, everything. Just a knife fight scene. Come on. It's action movie, actually, if you think about it. <laughs> I don't want this to sound bad, but for me, Anchorman is so overdone that I feel like it's... Not that it's lost all its appeal, but a lot of the magic is yeah. old. And yeah, those first I thought you were 15 go, watches. It's more of an action movie than Willow, and I would have had to secede. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, so, dang, so we're dang gonna, it, I should have been better. <laughs> so we're gonna start off. We're gonna start off with a quick refresher of Ocean to the palate, and then we're gonna try the Chef collaboration. Gosh, I love this one so much. Let's do this. <laughs> smell, smell it. Season three is going to be all Ryan sniffing like right in the middle. Ryan, 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 do it again. Do it again. Smell again. <laughs> Look, here's the thing. Because you can't smell it here with us, I want you to get the sense that you're able to sit here and smell right, and right. taste and experience it so, with us. So you smell and I'll provide a little ambiance. Right, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, that's not. That's the not at all what trumpet. I meant... <laughs> I meant <laughs> the ocean and the boats. I love it. If only we had the uh, the guy, like the 
technician <laughs> from, from Spaceballs space right here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. The oh, well. bleeps. Wait. The squeaks. Wait. And the wait. That's right. That's other half of halftime. That's it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I think you know what quotability is going for that one. <laughs> just the sounds alone. <laughs> just just the sounds. Oh, man. It's just. This is always so good. Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh. It's just such a good balance of like sweet and that burn. Is a, and that is a high bar for this new version of Jefferson's to reach. It's elevated. Yeah, it is. Well, we have no idea what to expect, so hold on. Like, I mean, going back to, I think we tried Ocean on season one. Um, I did have some regular Ocean, I'm not regular, some regular Jefferson at the same time as trying Ocean. Yeah. And you can tell just how elevated that well, bourbon we kept, becomes. At the time, we kept looking for it. It was like the fucking... Like, we couldn't find this guy. Well, I kept finding Ocean's, like, your, displays your dad had regular some. Jefferson. Yeah, my dad brought it. Like, And he yeah. was like, oh, yeah, you can use that on your podcast if you want to. I was like, oh, I, I can't take this to the podcast. We got to get our own bottle. Right. I was like, you well, deserve then, to But have then Ryan, Ryan, didn't you find it somewhere randomly? Yeah. Finally. Yeah. It took, like, three visits... <laughs> Each of us to a freaking liquor store. Everybody trying to find it. And now I can find it anywhere. Yeah. It has become a little bit more readily available. Yeah, more yeah. boats. Now that our podcast mm. is out. Ooh. <laughs> the sniff the sniff test. So far so yeah. bueno. I am definitely Put that getting in your sniffer. A little more earthy tone in there. Oh, girthy yeah. tone? Earthy. Uh, <laughs> some truffles and some foie gras. <laughs> <laughs> is this a risotto? <laughs> what are you doing? God damn it. <laughs> mushrooms. What ears? Like a little trumpet? A little trumpet mushroom? Oh, man. I do like that the more you smell it, the more you can get out of it. There are like a bunch of... Th- I'm making fun of this like a douche, but it is... Yeah, you cool. tried to make fun of me, but I was actually kind of right. <laughs> no, I'm very wrong. I was, I was actually... <laughs> I was sounding sarcastic while quoting things that probably are in well, here. You, you, well, you said that it has the, the rye in it, so it's like a blend of the rye and their bourbon. Yeah. Gosh, it's, this is good. Ooh. Man. Dude, I am not disappointed. It's like, it's different. There, that's the, This is a tough battle. It's different Gosh. than Ocean. Like, it smells so good. It's in like a different category because it doesn't have that, that salted... Caramelly stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I, definitely, feel like, I feel like when you smell it, you get a little more of a fruity smell. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's almost if you drop some berries and some dirt. That's what it smells like for me. <laughs> earthy. It's earthy. It's got that yeah, But I rye. get that sweet hint to it, though. That's true. I think that originally, like, you know, having that sweetness, especially trying the ocean first and then trying this, yeah. it's like... It still has elements of that where you have that sweetness, but then that rye that gets in there. But normally rye, a it's drier, a standard rye is going to be a little drier, a little more spicy, a little a little hotter to the tongue. Um, That's what I'm saying. Like, you'll get that burn, but you get a hint of that. Yeah, it's not. But you don't not, get as much as a standard rye, which makes sense if you're blending bourbon and rye together. Right. That's what I'm saying. Sure. Like, you know... The ocean is really sweet, whereas this is adding that rye into it, so it's cutting that sweetness. Yeah, that's what it feels like. Like you're well, still getting. Like the, it feels like the Jefferson caramels minus the salt, 
and you're the replacing it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> with like it's well, the difference between like you know because we're gonna might as well because this is a chef fucking bourbon, but uh, the difference between caramel and salted caramel, right? Like there's like there is a distinct difference and there's a distinct flavor profile that separates the two. Dis, like very much so. Can you explain why they're different? Because the salt. <laughs> well, no, no, no. If, you just, if you just stop there, it's just that, no, a, perfect. Salt is a flavor salt. enhancer, right? Yeah. yeah. So, like, I always tell people when they go, "Oh, grab the seasoning, salt, pepper." Like, no, no, no don't, <gasps> don't, 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 don't do oh that. Gosh. Don't put salt in the same category as like cayenne or paprika because it's it. If you were to take a seasoning blend and then don't put salt in it. And then put salt in that same blend and taste them on like a, a it elevates it. or you know it, on a steak or something. They would taste totally different because yeah. the salt grabs all those flavors in your whole palate and draws them out and makes them play together. So I now know what I'm smelling. If yeah. you've ever smelled just like raw tobacco, yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what it smells like. Well, that's if you true, just have cause... a bag of tobacco that's fairly fresh and you smell it mm-hmm. oh my gosh yeah it's earthy and you got a little bit of that sweet oh, because that's one of those that's one of those flavors dried and bittered yet that i didn't really know i was picking up in bourbon until Tobacco. we started doing this because yeah. like we got the flaviar wheel it, out it and, goes well with cigars you know what i mean so yeah but we got Damn. that we got that, that flaviar <sighs> wheel out and that popped up and i was like oh yeah that is what that is and like that literally smells now that like, we're able to pick it it's pretty cool like Ooh. i have it's funny. I have a tobacco that I that I I mean I have a pipe that I smoke from like maybe once a year, twice a year. Maybe. When you're watching Lord of the Rings, typically. Does your wife every time she sees you go put that in your pipe and smoke it right beforehand, just uh, just to zing you? If she did, <laughs> I guess I would totally. If she do it. did, man, I would. I'm gonna stop saying what I was gonna do. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say, Kayla, you're doing this. You're listening to this while you're cleaning a bathroom or. But I literally wine. have a tobacco that's in my bag that is a bourbon tobacco. Nice. And when I smell that, it's literally like smelling right. this chef's collaboration. It's really good. It smells so good. And it tastes that great. That's a good call, man. If you I, if you if you're new to or if you've never had rise before or you're not into rise, this is a great way to get into it. Because it's it takes the Subtle. bourbon to tame that rye a little yeah. bit. I like so, it. Damn. It's good. I don't know which one wins, though. I'm going to call it a tie because they're so different. It's roll the dice. Personally, roll the dice. Roll the 20-sided dice, damn it. they're both fantastic, and they're both worth picking up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. I think it's pretty close to a tie. Like It just depends on if, if you like a sweeter bourbon... Ocean is like right up your alley. If you like a yep. little bit of a burn, a little bit of that tobacco-y, like oaky, like woody, earthy flavor, this collaboration has a little bit more of that, but it's not so much that it's like yeah. overpowering the yeah. really good sweet bourbon. So yeah, yeah, I need to yeah. grab myself a bottle of coin that. coin toss for that one. Be like, okay, <laughs> heads is ocean and tails is God. the chef's collab. That was such a good pickup. That was a solid pickup. So yeah, that yeah, and it's only like forty five bucks. You can't go wrong. It's not that bad. If you're gonna drink Jefferson's, pick one of these two, like because regular yeah. Jeffersons versus these two. Like, yeah, I mean honestly, Jefferson for anymore. the price point, Chef's collaboration is much cheaper than Ocean's. I think. What's the diff? It's like almost thirty dollars. I think difference. Ocean's is like 
65 to 70 bucks and this was like 45 to 50 bucks bad yeah i've seen ocean prices as high as like 80 in places yeah. like so it just depends on how much they've got i guess they're both very good well it's worth if you're listening to this at the time of the resale or the, the resale at the time of the release of this episode it is a limited run so jump on that shit when you see it because it is worth it all right solid all right. halftime great bourbon yeah we love should it edit in like a halftime horn just like that's it nailed it (laughs) put that in there save that um i can see it it's on the so into the second half we have space balls and inside man i'll try to make sure i put all the points on the right column this time well we'll start with space balls so you can just go so i I don't have to be like uh which which table am i using (laughs) space balls to start we going with Ryan again? I feel like we should start with Paul because <gasps> age-wise, he's closest to when this was released, and so he's we're had not, the most. We're not. He's had with, the most time with this. That movie. was a very gentle way to put the fact that you weren't fucking alive when this movie was made. <laughs> I was not the kid over here. You were old enough to have been alive prior to the release of this film. I was not born yet, so why don't you go first, sir? Thanks. All right, Paul, you have the floor. Um. So, for me, this is also in the five-point category for rewatch numbers. <laughs> Just because... God, I can't remember. I mean, there's so many times I've seen this movie. Just because it's so goddamn good. And I can't find any problems with it. And it's always a, like... It'll never be like, ah, I'm sick of that movie. Like, it's never been one of those. It's like your favorite... One of those songs that just never fucking gets old. Yeah. But how many yeah. times you hear it, you're like, ah... Yeah. I've heard this song a thousand times. How is it not boring me yet? Or you'll you know? be watching another movie that has one of the actors in it, and you're like, yeah. oh, man, Spaceballs. <laughs> right. 100%. And to be clear, every actor in this fucking movie are fucking A-list, top-shelf comedy beasts. You know, yeah. like they're legends upon legends in this film. But we're not talking about casting, because that was last <laughs> round. Yeah. <laughs> no more tangents. <laughs> Unfortunately, we're going into plot twists. Um, and for this one, I mean, I'll, I'll give it a four. I was going to give it a three, but that was kind of painful. But it is kind of good. Like I, You don't expect some of the stuff that's happening in it. Um, it isn't a direct scene for scene parody of Spaceballs. It goes in its own... I mean, Star Wars. <laughs> it, it, it does kind of parody Star, itself. Star Wars isn't a direct scene by no, scene. it's a scene by scene. They serious. even reference it in the movie of, no. when they watch the movie in the movie. Yeah, they, they, they're scene by scene of their own film because this film is already filmed by the time this film is made. It's already released on VHS. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But what I'm saying is like, you know... Like, there's no Luke in this film. You know, it's basically just Han is 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 Star is a uh, Lone Star. So like the idea of like some of the stuff isn't directly there, and there's some some like okay, which way are they gonna go with this storyline? Even though it's clearly making fun of Star Wars, but it's kind of doing its own thing. And a couple of twists here and there. It's 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 worth catching the stunt it's twisty doubles. Enough. Yeah, yeah, it's twisty enough. <laughs> the Swartz not being just the ring, like. right? There's a couple little little twists. Yeah, I found it in a crackerjack box. <laughs> you know, uh, it's bupkis. 
But anyway, um, yeah, so I'll give that one a four. Um, VFX is is tough because I I want to well for the eighties like how I was going to say how good was the currently movie? it's actually surprisingly amazing how some of the VFX holds up. Yeah, it is absolutely nuts how some of the stuff that was filmed not only pretty much nails what Star Wars was doing at the time, but again it's Mel Brooks. I mean he's he's a Hollywood monster but like he'd already done some awesome films so he got access to like i'm sure he was like lucas let him play around with you know the lightsaber type special effects and stuff but uh <laughs> the idea that they actually they don't they go like a step farther where they, they get their <laughs> their schwartz's twisted <laughs> and they, the lightsabers spin around each other oh it's so good and they have to prime apart i mean that is pretty incredible of its own even currently you know like you'd have to it, it, it was believably twisted. You know what I mean? It wasn't yeah. too crappy. So I, I give it a four for what it was at the time, too. Because it wasn't just the VFX. It was the cinematography. And one of my favorite gags in the entire thing is when they're running through. And they're in that scene where they're, they're uh, getting shot at by all those troopers. And they jump through the, the thing. And then the guy thinks they caught them. But he caught, they caught their, their stunt doubles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just like ridiculously off like he, like the princess is a dude with a, like, with a, cigar, a cigar and a mustache cigar in his mouth. but he has like the long everyone, hair everyone's slightly different but that's a good thing too because like that's a little behind the curtain like it's so much like making fun of the fact that it's a film being made about this that like even within itself it makes fun of itself which you can't always you don't always see that shit coming you know very it's a lot of plot twists even even Mr. Radar versus Mr. Coffee is a plot twist you know like <laughs> what am I looking but as at? far as VFX though like even some of that stuff is kind of cool like I always want coffee when I look at the radar, radar. <laughs> <laughs> everyone knows that of course we do sir but uh yeah I, I think some of the stuff that for the time is pretty solid you know so I, well, I think I know where quotability is going. With this quotability one. is if it if it was a seven, I would give it a seven. Yeah, I, I think this seven. could this could Bro, this could swing. Just give it a six Dude, so and just many. say, you know what? We only have certain times when we go right. over five. <laughs> right. I mean, honestly, good God, this, this movie is one of the movies that when you say the word quotability, this is the one you're like like spaceballs, right? Like, can you can you quote the movie? From start to, can you quote the script of the film, basically? Because I probably could in order almost. <laughs> like I can do even, all yeah. scenes, even the visual gags. Like you, if will, you run into somebody who knows this film, so and you good. quote it. Oh man, it's so individual gags. I mean, we could right. go for we could go for hours just on Spaceball One yeah. is now Mega Maid. Mega Maid. Oh, there goes the planet. Oh my god. <laughs> He's like, well, have we stopped? Yeah, that's there. We stop. Why don't we take a five minute break? Smoking if you got him. <laughs> Smoking if you got him. I mean, <laughs> dude, and I, I mean, it's fair to say, like, Rick Moranis alone in this film, like, makes it so. Like, all of his. Th- every fucking line this guy says is quotable. Every <laughs> damn thing that comes out of his mouth. You went over oh my, my helmet? <laughs> around. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, this movie has transformed. Anytime I hear the word assholes, yes. I think of this movie. <laughs> First class, major asshole. <laughs> oh, man. So, so deductions. This might be one of Paul's lower Dude. ones, I'm guessing. I mean, 
If you guys are going to pull zeros, I'm going to pull zero. Because <laughs> honestly, like, I threw a one in there because I thought that was the lowest we could go. And if you're going to find a con, I would defend it ten times harder than, than obviously. So zebra, and zero con? Right. <laughs> love it. I love it. I'm with you there. Yeah. So 18. High score. Nice. Nice. We, we rock, paper, scissors. Oh, no. <laughs> I'll do paper. What do you want to throw? It's like, you clearly can, rock. You can, <laughs> clearly rock. <laughs> clearly it's a rock. Um, I will breeze through this as much as I can. The only really low score for me is going to be the rewatch, like how many times I've seen it. I'm going to put it in the, what is it? It's 11 to 15, 3. Yes. I'm going to give it a three, and that's just because I'm not old enough to have seen it 20 plus times yet. <laughs> when you're 40, it'll be a five. By the time that this When I'm 40, it will be five. <laughs> Somebody's listening to this be like, man, this guy hasn't watched this movie very much. It's like 2030 now. <laughs> the first time I saw it, here's the thing. The first time I saw it, I was way too young to be seeing it. Yeah. Same. I think I saw this movie uh, in... Me too. <laughs> in like fifth or sixth grade you know i was like when my parents my took me to the theater i just didn't know what was happening so many jokes at the time went over my head but there's so yeah. many like there's so many basic like g-rated gags in it that make yeah it, that make more than make up for it so it's like i heart uranus yeah <laughs> <laughs> i heart uranus um so yeah i'll give it a what did i give it up three three yeah uh what's next plot plot i'm gonna give it I'm going to give it a three, and really because it's it's not really doing anything new. It's kind of pulling from stuff we already know. But that's just the purpose of the movie. It's not to reinvent it's, it's the plot twist. It's like, not to create something new. It's to spoof on something that's already been done. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. there's not some so, major twist in it. Yeah, there's nothing major. So that's the only reason it gets a three. VFX, I'm with Paul... I'm going to give it a four. I would lean towards a five, but I'm going to get a four. And the only reason is because it's 36, 34 years old almost, this movie. Yeah. I I thought you were talking about me. I was like, yes, I am almost. (laughs) But this movie's over 30 years old. Anytime, and I think we've talked about it multiple times in our episodes that older movies we're not going to sit here and con the heck out of it just because it's old and the vfx obviously won't hold up right it's just like saying if we're comparing the old dune to the new one you're like that's just what they had at the time what do you expect to do delete (laughs) whole character gone (laughs) i can't really use your vfx (laughs) i can't really hold it against them that much yeah. Cold ability is going to be five easy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not really going to hang out or camp there long because there's <laughs> no need we to. Just did. <laughs> because we just did. Um, and then for cons, I mean, when the movie cons itself yeah. and they're aware of what they're doing and they do, they're doing these things deliberately, can you have cons with a movie? No. That... Literally is saying, oh, yeah, in other movies, you can see when the stunt double looks a little bit different than the actor. Yep. Obviously, you want to be close. 
but the fact that they're like, you know what? Screw it. We're just going to put the stunt doubles in the movie and just say you found them. Yep. I do love that they actually use those stunt yeah. doubles for that shot of them diving through it. And then it's clearly the same people that just did the stunt. It's, <laughs> so, it's perfect. <laughs> you can, How can you have cons with a movie that already does that to itself? Right. So I'm... Big fat zero. I'm going to put a zero there too because there's literally nothing I can say. Right. Can't con a con. I have problems with nothing because they take care of all of that. Well, I think it's it's, it's funny you mention that because that's what I was thinking. Like it's The minute you're like, oh, there's a con, and Mel Brooks is like, aha. Just He's like, no, <laughs> I'm doing this on purpose. You're like, that fucking Mr. Radar doesn't look like a fucking radar. And you're like, oh, because it's Mr. Con. <laughs> Yeah, and he fucking makes fun of himself. <laughs> yeah, all all of the self cons, so good. Yeah, yeah, um, it's it's impo- It's not it's impossible, but for us, you can't. There's even like like even tiny ones. Like there's one of my favorite ones. Every time I see it, is the part where like he's captured the ship, like a uh, Vespa's ship, or the Mercedes, and he's about to go uh, fucking go talk to her. <laughs> there's a guy right next to him like a trooper and he's like yahoo Doc Helmet and I remember going what the fuck and then literally Doc Helmet turns to him like, like what the fuck and his face is behind the helmet so you can't see him yeah. but he just looks at him like <laughs> and then like he's going and you're just like oh my god that's so funny because I was just thinking that like Rick like, Moranis there's no, re- there's no reason why this should be happening why did, yeah. what did you just say whatever <laughs> moving on um, so for me I think my viewing is right in between you guys. <laughs> I right. think I'm going to give it a four because I remember a time in college where I probably watched this movie because like, I owned this one and I probably watched it like every night for like a yeah. week. <laughs> it's just like, this is the movie I'm watching every single time. Like before I get ready to go to bed or when I get back from class, like I'm just going to turn it on. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it with special features on. I want to hear the commentary. Oh man. Um, and it's a laser disc. Mel Brooks did his the what we think of as a DVD commentary as a laser disc commentary. That's how ahead of the curve that dude was. But I know for a fact that I watched it at least like seven times in college uh-huh. in a week, and that I probably watched it two or three times with Jared, my older brother, and then I've watched it at least two times with Hunter, my younger I probably brother. Watched it so like twelve times, just my brother. I know that I haven't seen it twenty, but I'm going to give it a solid sixteen to seventeen. So four points. Plot twist. Uh, first watch the only major plot twist that like you may not have seen coming, but at the same time you're like, they're going to make sure that they have a reason for Lone Star to marry the princess is the prince yeah. plot twist. Um, <laughs> it, <laughs> I'm just clearing my throat. <laughs> no, I'm just clearing my throat. Um, there's nothing else that's really big. Um, unless you look at this movie as... The whole thing was just a setup for Planet of the Apes. <laughs> like at the end, it's like they land on that planet. It's like, oh, is this a Planet of the Apes yeah. origin movie? What's going on? <laughs> um, so I give it a three because, yes, there are twists in it. Yes, there are a lot of things like you were saying, the stunt doubles being caught. Like there's little twists throughout the movie that play out. And they all have a reason for this weird plot. Yeah. <laughs> so I give it a three. Um, VFX, I agree with you guys on the four. It's like for what it was, like they were even allowed to use a shot like from B-roll footage of Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> like for it being in the eighties, they were literally 
doing a really good job. The whole transformation of Mega Maid looks yep. great. <laughs> like it's like, yeah, I feel like that's something that's actually thing, transforming. The only thing that's rough for me is like when they suck out the air and put it back, and like the trees and the mountains go back to normal. I'm like, yep. nah, that looks yep. a little modely. <laughs> that's clearly a a model that they just recorded it once and then they played it back <laughs> yeah. the other way. Reverse it. Reverse. Um, yep. But I mean, for what it was in the '80s, I mean, they did a good job with the VFX, and it is believable. And even like using um, what's his name from Police Academy, um, doing his own Michael, uh, doing Winslow? his own VFX, like his his own sound effects. Oh man, <laughs> like it's so good. It's so it's everything is used properly for this type of movie too. So four, yep. quotability five. I mean, we could sit here and quote this movie all night long, like. Sure. Even down to like the guard, like going in, like yeah, we're coming in there, and it happens yeah. to be a guard that is a large guard. They're all the so, same fit, so that he could fit in the costume. I was like, of hey, course. those are the guys that stole our uniforms. <laughs> yeah, kicked their ass too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so quotability five, and I think I go zero on cons too because I can't think of something that I would hold against. Like Ryan was saying, it cons itself. Like it calls itself out for being a parody. <coughs> like it's like take it seriously, but not too seriously. <laughs> like, Even when he's like, he cons the idea of like big budget blockbuster movies where he does the whole merchandising scene. Yeah, and then he's like later he's like maybe we'll see each other again in Spaceballs too. The search for more money. <laughs> it's like more money. Perfect. I don't think I did that math right. I think I gotta actually use a calculator. Well, this one got into this got into calculus. This one. Nope, I did do it right. Ha! Forty nine. <laughs> I was like scared for a second. There, I was like three. Forty nine plus, plus plus this. <laughs> I mean, I think the max they could score without any deductions would be a sixty. Yeah. So that's pretty fair. Forty nine. I forget the numbers were low because there were some cons around, but like. Yeah, zero nothing, cons. nothing got deducted. Full marks <laughs> come out of the rounds. So I like it. And then it has to go up against Inside Man. Which this is true. <laughs> this is, is going to be a tough battle. Mm-hmm. All right. Inside Man was my movie. So. The your only movie. My only movie that even made it to the tournament. To the table. Your own movie. So it's only fair that you. Go last. Go first. <laughs> go first. All right. Uh-huh. Viewing. I used to own this movie before it was literally stolen from me. So I broke in my car and took it. And while this, I that, owned it, I had all, watched it. All they got? No. They I was going to say, I'm like, that means this movie is a lot better. They than took it. so all my movies that I had. I was going to college, and somebody literally broke into my car and stole all my movies, what all if, my Xbox games. What if, like, like, you thought it was stolen for, like, two days, and you found out he was just in the backseat with a DVD player the whole time <laughs> inside your car watching The Inside Man? How fucking <laughs> oh, better would that have been? It's like in your trunk Oh, my God. Crazy. That would have been insane. Amazing. Um, but I know that <laughs> Sadly, it wasn't when that. I did own the movie, I probably watched it at least 10 times. Right. Um, and then I watched it three more times, like in preparation for this whole tournament. So I'm going to have to put it at about a 13. So three points. Thought it would have been higher. If I if I had had it, it would have been higher because I love this it wasn't movie. wasn't yoinked. You would have had it in 13. We're above the category. Yeah, um, the irony of a heist movie getting stolen is it's amazing. It's, it's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking amazing. The, the simplest heist: break window, take 
take the games. Right. It's gone. I mean, um, just the guy clearly hadn't watched it yet, so he was like, fuck, where was that car? I gotta go put this back in myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can I find that car? <laughs> um, plot twist, this is a five. I mean... Why? <laughs> I'm kidding, you, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. For those of you that have not seen the movie, finish this episode, go watch the movie, and then you'll know why. Um, and then you can answer for Ryan's question again. But like, it's just, I remember seeing it in the theater and just being like, oh my god, like, yeah. that's amazing. Like, And it's not just the one huge twist of the Inside Man. It's like, the people that are pulling off the heist have some twists within those people. Like, mm-hmm. there's a twist on, you know, Denzel's character where you th- you're geared towards thinking one thing about him, but then you get a little bit of a twist towards the end. And, you know, it's just got so much good plot built into this movie. And then the fact that they twist it so well, it's a five. Um, this is very similar to Snatch where VFX and cinematography have to play together. There's not... Really, I don't know, if, even if I could pick out a scene that has a lot of VFX in it. Like, Not really. We were talking Just about like it. this, that one scene with like, uh, I don't think, does it count as VFX now? There's like cinematography, the one with the... Well, no, that, that literally is cinematography when you're thinking about yeah. after the, they pretend they shoot the guy in the head. That or, one. And you see mm-hmm. Denzel walking out and it's just like he's floating across the ground. He's super pissed. Yeah, that's just a like he's on a, a set of shot. wheels on a track, basically. And I, I mean, I feel like it's hard to give a this a high score for the VFX. For if you throw cinematography in there and how they're using some of those visual effects yeah. to help the cinematography, I mean, it, the movie itself is pretty straightforward. Yeah, it's yeah. very um, practical. Yeah, a and lot that's of kind practicality. Of point, though, like they use practical effects to even within the movie. Yep. That scene you were referencing where they pretend to shoot a hostage, they don't really actually shoot one with a blood yeah. bag and the whole nine. So Blanks and shit. I probably would give it a, a three just because there's not a whole lot of it. Like cinematography boosts that up to the three. Like if you if I was going purely off of like well, special I was effects. Say, you can you can do it. You forget the VFX part, but you can bank it on the cinematography. There's a lot of good cinematography in this film. Yeah. Um I mean the the idea alone of every time I mean, they've been showing since the beginning where he was going to end up. Well, I like, just thinking they, about like, like even, the scene, they keep even if we change this to just special effects, it's like there's there's not a not whole really lot of anything. that. You know, there's not a whole lot of explosions. There's not like um, anything that has to be brushed up digitally. So, mm-hmm. like, I think it, I think three is solid for the way I'm interpreting this. Right. Um, quotability. This is again similar to Snatch, where it's like. Somebody mentions this movie, and I want to have a discussion about the movie. I want to talk about the scenes. I want to talk about some of the stuff that happened. I definitely quote, like, when I think about it, the quote of it, like, yeah, I'm going to walk out the front door when I'm good and ready. And, yeah. like, <laughs> some of uh, the talk about the, the riddles and stuff, it's like, why are we even doing this? Like, this does this even matter? Like, there's yeah. some good quotes in it, but it's not, like... Nowhere near Spaceballs, where we can sit here and riff quotes for half right. an hour. Um, but based on the memorable quotes that come in, mm, I probably still would give it like a four. Just because of how memorable the scenes are. And like once you start talking about it, you're like, okay, I'm going to find a quote and it's going to come out. Uh, deductions. 
This might be another zero. <laughs> um, really? No, there's there's one. I can think of one con off the top of my head that I would probably throw in there. So one. I'll do a minus one. Okay. Simple math. All right. I'll do the math while one of you guys goes. <laughs> I'll go. Heard. Um, watches is going to be a four. I think I'm in the same boat as Wit. I've probably seen it. I don't think I've seen it a total of 15 times, but the fact that I own it on DVD pushes it over to that next tier. So I'm going to give it up. Yeah, four. you said you bought it on both DVD and digital, right? Yes, I have it on both. <laughs> like I can watch it whenever I want. And I, cause Wherever. Because I, I forgot that I had it on DVD until I was going through and organizing things. And I was like, oh, yeah, I have this. Frick, I've got it twice. <laughs> um, plot. Five, no need to really even go any further. Um, Please go further. I think it's crazy that there's only like one time, especially when you watch it over and over again, there's only really one, maybe two times where you get a glimpse into what's going to happen. You Obviously, after you watch it once, you know what's going to happen, and then you well, try to... it's like to... annoying, because like, his opening monologue gives everything away. Yeah. If you know what the end of it is, you're like, yeah. fuck! But, but but throughout the movie, you're trying to find the points where you can pick up and say, obviously, you know when they're in the storage room what they're doing. Yeah. But there's only one time when you're thinking, oh, yeah, he just gave you a hint when he says, now that's a quality shitter. And he's talking about the hole they're digging. They're digging a hole just for him to poop in. That's all well, they're the doing in the storage plumber, room. The pipe, yeah. And so... That's like really one of the only times you get a glimpse into, oh yeah, that's, huh, that's interesting they say that. So, I mean, plot twist is five out of five. It's a, it's just like Snatch, probably a seven out of five. Um, <laughs> that's one of Paul's, he's like, let's see, if it's not a, if it's not a four, it's got to be a 17. Like, <laughs> VFX, cinematography, I, I mean, I feel like, for these movies, I feel like I can't go below a three. <laughs> right. Because then I feel like I'm doing a disservice to the movie. Right. Um, but with this one, there's just not a whole lot to go on. Um, there's a couple of cool shots. But really, that's it. So I'm going to put it at a three. Like we said before, the... The two, the couple of memorable shots. Obviously, the one with Denzel going to the bank after they quote unquote shoot somebody. The other one scene that I never forget because I, it's when he's standing in front of the vault door once they get it open, and there's that music. The shot is kind of down the stairs a little bit, shooting up at him with his silhouette just in the vault doors, which is like your typical bank robber. But it's ironic because they're not a typical bank robber. Well, and this is one of those first movies that I remember um, noticing that they had a really some really long takes. Yeah, like, and some of the stuff does tend yeah, to drag on. That, that is a visual effect. Like being able to pull off that type of yeah. take is pretty like I mean, um, special effecty like plot. Like, Children of Men. That was like that movie was made in like four takes. Yeah. <laughs> but like. You're right that it's it's really tough to do a complex scene with one take, and that's they did a couple of them in this film. It's hard to like notice, but like because there's a lot of other cut shot cut scenes where they're quick and back and forth, but they're definitely there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's good because it balances that though. Like 
the quick shots where you're in and out of like what is what and it's confusing like shuffling cards in a deck and then you're like oh and then there's this long shot where you like you follow me one through another room they're giving you another they're giving you enough to try and digest before they go back into the other style yeah yeah i remember thinking that i was like oh that was cool (laughs) so i'm gonna give it a three quotability i'm probably gonna put there as well at a three um there's only I mean there's when you think of quotes in the movie there's nothing that's crazy memorable there's some stuff that is really good that if you're having a discussion will come up um but I don't think there's anything that stands out to say like I'm going to quote this on a daily basis or it comes out in my normal conversation mm-hmm yeah, mine was almost entirely based off of, like, if I know that you've seen the movie, it's like, oh, now we can talk. Yeah. <laughs> and then, as for cons, I'm only going to give it one, and it really boils down to what you just said. I know I'm not supposed to expand on these, but because it's just one, it's just because some of the scenes seem to drag on a little bit long, and that's the only challenge I have with some of it. He's but like, I know that that's a lot of it is to build suspense yeah, and to and place it into the movie. But it does seem like, to drag a little you bit. You could chop like ten minutes of that out of this movie, and yeah, you feel the same vibe. Yeah. Well, we so, both gave it fourteen then. So, so that's that's sort of my only con. My turn. Five, fives across the board. No, <laughs> no, actually, fours, threes, twos. Sad. So for me, I've seen this. I've seen this movie a bunch of times when it first came out, and then I had a gap where. I didn't watch it for a while, and then I watched it a couple more times. So I, for me, it was I was thinking it was two, but actually is more in the three. Definitely not a four, and definitely not a five. So three. Um, it's a good middle number. <laughs> <laughs> Plot this one. I feel like if I gave it less than a five, you guys would beat the shit out of me, and then I'd beat my shit out of myself for good measure. It's a lie. <laughs> Uh, plot twists are great. I yeah, you'd be like, I just wanted to see what you guys. There's plot say. twists on plot twists on plot twists in this movie, and that's like, I think those scenes with the long cuts are the most, the probably some of my favorite parts because you spend the entire time like trying to look for Easter eggs and details and things and that. And they just keep going. Well, it's, especially it's like a, on, especially like a, on follow the queen, follow the queen, follow the queen, moving the three cards around. Well, especially Monty, rewatch, and you're like, Shit, you're like, where'd she you're go? Like, I've got to catch something. And like, you still have a hard time. Because that first moment when you realize that like they pull someone out of the fucking lineup and that person is now part of the, the thing, you're like, oh shit. Now who the fuck is who? Any of them could be fucking... What if all of them are fucking involved? You know, it was crazy. Yeah, what if they flash mobbed? <laughs> <laughs> it's a flash right. mob that they filled the bank with and then... Right. And that was, the, that was the part that the was team. crazy. It's like... Well, it's just a fake bank, you know. <laughs> but, it's, not, uh, it's not even a real bank. It's I fine. know. I, that, I, first time I watched it, I thought that for a whole moment. I'm like, Jesus Christ! Like, how big is this gang, and how do they interweave it with the regular people without anyone knowing? But they did it by same outfits, fucking uniforms, like making all the things, every part of what makes a bank heist a thing, and exploiting all those to their advantage was clever as hell. But. Obviously, that's a five, so I don't have to really enhance that anyway. <laughs> like, I don't need to elaborate, but I did. Um, for me, quotability was tough because, well, actually, VFX rating. Sorry, both of those are tough. Over. <laughs> well, I mean, they're both <clears throat> they're both kind of the same for me. Like, they're both threes. Um, 
Just going to jump, get that out of the way. But like VFX, <laughs> I agree with you guys. There's, for me, cinematography kind of just boils down to the cutscenes versus the the long long takes. I just think it's versus funny like that, that Dolly scene with Denzel. The only things I can remember off the top of my head, but they're memorable and great. But there's just not enough other shit going on, you know, and and not enough if anything really of VFX and cinematography value that I'm like, oh, it makes it a four. I just think it's great that if you have three cons off the top of your head, you really almost would have given it straight threes. Yeah. <laughs> but the plot twist saved it. Uh, anyway. Spoiler, <laughs> spoiler alert. I'm not going to jump the shark again. Anyway, uh, for quotability, it's tough for me because mine's like opposite Snatch, where like Snatch, the quotes lead me into talking to somebody about the scenes. In this movie, the scenes end up t- leading me to talk about the quotes. So, m- thinking about this film, it's not the quotes that drive it. So, it's kind of hard for me to give it a four quotability because I don't really remember a lot of huge, hilarious quotes. Yeah. There's some good quotes. I love the, the beginning monologue is pretty quotable. And, like, there's some good bits and a couple of stuff, a couple of things that uh, Jodie Foster says. And some of the things are just funny and good and clever and here and there but they're not spaceballs level you know <laughs> yeah but they're they're there so i can't give it a two i always gave it a two but i was like no there's, there's enough in there for a three <laughs> you're like i gotta stick to the threes <laughs> speaking of threes uh <laughs> if you give it three i'm gonna i see you not i'm gonna laugh three. so hard it is uh, here's a three. Um, <laughs> i gotta go away from the mic to laugh i thought i did think of three and i'm not gonna go into them because just in case it might but, win but the idea of there are some things about this that aren't perfect. Um, and I don't want to spoil what they are. But yeah, so three. All right. So let's see. Let's see if I can do the math right again. <laughs> Low scoring. Uh, 39. Yeah. So it's down by 10 points. I'm. This is where I was like thinking the multiplier would be significant. Because it's like, this is down by 10. But if it's multiplier, it gets higher. Yep. It could still knock out Spaceballs. Yeah. So well, Ryan, you got at? our three die. Should we do one at a time this time, or should we just do the three? <laughs> it's up to Ryan. He's the He's got the digi He's roller. the keeper of the the die. Oh, wow. He's the we dungeon master. We need to agree upon this. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did the three the last time. I think we should... Might as well stick with the same system. All same right. system. Well, for Spaceballs, we have a solid a six, a four, and a three. Holy shit. Which is 13, which is 4 point something. 4.3. So 212. What the balls? Damn. What the space balls? Space balls. (laughs) Space balls looking good. As I was saying that, all three of us were like, that's a miss. (laughs) I should have said what the space balls to begin with. You should have got this the first time. (laughs) And then for Inside Man, we are going with a solid... I can't see. <laughs> what? What? A two, a three, and a five, oh, which is fuck. ten. <laughs> Did you? So three point three. Well, my movie had a valiant run. Oh. Valiant run. Sorry. One thirty. Yep. Damn. Damn. Dang it! All my movies are. I guess I'll see you guys. Uh... <laughs> well, what's out? It's you guys have fun in the, the finals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So you guys have fun in the finale, so, y'all. There's I'll only two movies, next. so I guess two hosts. <laughs> wow. Just kidding. Well, I mean, I tried to find, like, 
three different multipliers and do it a different way. I use the IMDb score. I use Rotten Tomatoes. Anything to save I use your the box movie. office. <laughs> well, no. Just I kidding. mean, actually, Spaceballs knocked it out half the time. Right. But I wanted it to be truly random. I didn't want to have any yeah. control over the number. Well, that was so. I was saying, like, the, the idea of the, all those things was hard facts that are a solid number. We can't really... It's not up to chance. We got opinions, which are up to chance, because we don't know what our opinions are till the moment. In fact, some of them may or may not have changed our scores during the moments. So, like, even coming into this, I couldn't even give you a solid number because I tweaked a couple based on, you know, Ryan's negativity and, you know, <laughs> my change of heart. And my... my, Sh- my He's my, like, I shaved up one point. My empathy. <laughs> what? But the roll of the dice thing was a nice addition because that gave a little curveball wild card at the end there where we can be like, oh, you got a well, chance. I mean- or... You're proper fucked when this case. Because that man got proper fucked. For, 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 Snatch, for Snatch versus the Lego movie, I mean, Snatch technically lost our opinion right. round and it right. won. And then for Spaceballs, it just got a really solid roll. So, yeah. I mean, it was already up by 10. Yeah. But if it had gotten a really weak roll. If they, if they had the opposite rolls, Inside Man would have got up there. So, yeah, we have Snatch. Versus Spaceballs. Dun, 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 so wow. for the finale, we'll do a little bit more of a deep dive, probably, um, but yeah. not too much into what we will do for a full episode. Right? Yeah, we'll um, snatch those space balls. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's just do both of them. This is this is episode number one. Both of these snatching <laughs> space balls, Harold. No, I'm I'm. Really proud of us for coming up with these different ways of viewing these I mean, movies. And yep. It's funny that you say it that way. It just made me think of like the Spaceballs theme song. And there's a part in there where I was like, does it say snatch your air? He says, he says, we're going to steal your air. Then it occurred to me, fucking Spaceballs is a heist movie because they're trying to steal air from a planet. A heist. <laughs> Holy shit. I think they all the have some version of a heist And in them. Snatch is funny. So they're kind of, this is a really good matchup. It's a really good yeah. matchup. Willow is still not an action movie. <laughs> yeah, it's not. <laughs> was action <laughs> raids martial arts go fuck yourself anyway uh <laughs> accurate accurate i'm just proud of my movie making it to round two okay <laughs> like i am proud <laughs> proud of it but no this has been really fun um we'll see y'all next week for the finale of march movie no Madness. it's the championship round the championship sorry the round. championship round stop with this finale crap I'm so used to finale. Yeah, get the language right. It the doesn't make sense. Ryan has a good point because it's like about to begin the season <laughs> with a regular episode. That's a good point. Championship Dude. round of Championship March movie round. Snatch versus just space the beginning. Just the beginning. We've only just begun. Just Until the, then, though. We've only just begun. Sorry. I'm uh, Whit. You've been who? I've been Whit. Oh, sorry. I was singing. I've been Paul. And I'm not Randy Macho Man Savage. <laughs> He's the kid. Man. <laughs> right. Well, we should have all gone with wrestler names. Oh. <laughs> hey, I didn't forget about it. I probably would have all picked Macho Man. <laughs> I should have been the Reaper. Sting the Reaper. was my guy, though. Sting was always... Because you got to start off shit. with a baseball bat. It made sense. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but no, this has been really fun. You have, been, you have been Ryan, though, right? Damn it. I already said that. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Bye. Bye.